Joining us now, he is a uh, two-time winner of the RBC Heritage Classic. Boo Weekly joins us. Boo, what's going on? Morning, Boo. Hey, good morning, guys. What's going on? Uh, How are you, brother? Uh, we good. We just down here fishing at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's safe, staying safe down there. Uh, any golf or just a whole lot of fishing? Uh, just a lot of fishing and farming. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? Are you, are you healing up at all? Ah, my hands. The only problem I'm having right now is my hands are giving me problems. I got arthritis in my in my hands, and I got a little bit of corporal tunnel in uh, my left hand. So I'm just struggling a little bit with my hands right now. Ah, uh, so but but you're still able to reel the fish in, though, aren't you? Ah, uh, yes, I can reel the fish in. <laughs> <laughs> what are you catching down there, Boo? Ah, uh, mullet. Uh, okay. Last night I fished uh, from about. One o'clock to about four o'clock last night, and caught a bunch of specks and some redfish. And then this morning, I've only been catching mullet. So, uh, are you, so obviously, you're enjoying yourself. Uh, you know, are you are you missing the tour right now? I mean, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world, but uh, you know, are you missing playing and getting out there every once in a while? No, sir. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have the ball, man. I'm like I said. I, you know, I mean, I, I either I either come down here to the beach where I got a condo at, or I either I go back up to my farm. And I mean, I just, you know, I mean, either I'm on a tractor, or I'm on a boat, you know, or on the dock fishing. So. Well, we just got done talking to Steve Wilmot, the uh, tournament director for the RBC. He said to say hello, and uh, he hoped you were doing well down there. And, uh, you know, this is traditionally the uh, the Saturday, uh, the third round of the RBC Heritage. You're a two-time winner out there. Uh, what about that golf course seemed to set up so well for you and have such great success at Harbortown? Ah, it's, it's kind of, the, the golf course is kind of very similar to one I kind of grew up on. You know, it's tree line. you got to. You got to hit it to a certain distance to leave yourself, you know, a, a, a good shot into the green, or you know, where you can put your wedges in your hand. Because you know, if you, if you get your wedges working there, you can you can play that golf course real well. You know, you got to drive you got to drive it pretty straight off the tee. And I mean, I just love the whole atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like a little bit of wind, and you know, I mean, it, it's a great golf course. Yeah, it's it's one of those old school traditional golf courses, uh, you know, where like you said, tree line, you got to position it. Not not a bombers golf course by any of this stretch of the imagination. I mean, you can hit it in the middle of the fairway, and if one of those pins is tucked back in a corner, you don't have a straight shot at it. That's right. You got to use your imagination. That's 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 what makes it. You know, that to me, that's what makes that golf course so good. Is you know, you ain't got to hit driver. You know what I mean? You know, you can you can go around there with a the hybrid, you can go around there with a three wood or, you know, and if you want to take advantage of some of the holes you can with the driver, you know, and it's got some of the, it's probably, to me, it's got two of the best par threes, you know, you're going to tee it up on, you know, if that wind's blowing like you know, number 14 and then number 17 there, I mean, it's all you want. Yeah, Boo, the first time I ever played down there, um, you know, I hit what I thought were great tee shots and I'm blocked by an overhanging limb or something like that in the middle of the fairway, you know, not in the middle of the fairway, but on the right or left side of the fairway. And that was frustrating, but you got to learn how to, I mean, that is a shot maker's golf course at, at from from the tee, from the, from the iron game and everything. I mean, it's just, you got to hit shots down there. Yes, sir. You know, and that's the same way Colonial is too, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you know, that's, 
that's the two oldest, you know, to me, them are like the two only real golf courses that we played that, like, where the Bombers don't have the advantage. Exactly. Yeah. You got somebody to go around there, you know, it hits at 275 or 265 off the tee, you still play this golf course and, you know, you still win the thing, right. you know? Right. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, and, uh, You've seen a lot of uh, a lot of different changes over the years in go- in the in the game of golf and the, and the distance that these guys are hitting it now and uh, you know do you, do you sit back and at some point where you, in your career I know injuries kind of took hold but at some point where you're going man you know these guys are just playing a different game than me I mean you see it all the time and and if you're not bombing it you're kind of not keeping up now yeah I mean that's probably about when Tiger was coming through you know the game really started changing you know and um, Tiger has, has done so much for the game, you know, for the good side of it and the bad side. You know, the way I look at it because of the golf balls and, the, you know, the equipment. You know, I mean, it, it, it kind of, you know, it it helps the bombers, but at the same time, they still got to hit it in the fairway. You know what I mean? It, I mean, but they can bomb it as far as they want, but if they don't know where it's going, it don't matter. Boo, are you a proponent of, um, of, of slowing the golf ball down or, or making it – just, just. I mean, I, yeah, I would, I would, I would like to see them go back to like more of the traditional golf ball. Yeah, you but, can actually work golf ball because I mean the golf ball now is just straightens up when yeah, it's in the air. Right. Don't you so, know? Don't have so you, so curve. you want to go back to a three eighty four pro triage balada ball? <laughs> is that I right? Would love you would you? <laughs> I It's a totally different game now. I mean, it's totally yep. different. Um, I, I read too that um, this is amazing that you, Heath Slocum, and and uh, Bubba Watson played on the same high school team. Please tell me y'all won the state championship those, those years, uh, Boo. No, he didn't. Uh, Bubba, Bubba was five years behind. Oh, uh, was he? Behind. Okay, but he played at Milton, right? Yeah, he played at Milton. It was just me and Heath, and uh, we made it. I mean, no, we never won district. Heath's the only one that ever made it to district. Okay. At the end of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> What's in the water down there? <laughs> Something, man. Uh, you know what's crazy about it? You got Joe Durant. You yep. know, he's a Pensacola. You got, you know, I mean, there's Mr. Pate, Jerry Pate. You know, he's in Pensacola. And, you know, and then you got me and Heath and Bubba. I mean, I don't know. But he's originally from Louisiana. He's from Bunky, Louisiana originally. And then uh, he moved to the Phoenix Springs and then moved to Milton. <laughs> Again, we're talking to two-time RBC Heritage winner, Boo Weekly. And, uh, Boo, uh, a few years uh, from from a, a, a maybe a Champions Tour, uh, any thoughts about that at least popping out there if uh, if the health is a little bit better? Oh, yes, sir. It's, it's fine, yes, sir. I mean, it'd be great to, go, it'd be great to see it back up and being able to play on the senior tour. That would be uh, that'd be another dream come true, you know. But if it uh, happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. You know I mean? I'm always one of these ones that, you know, I can step away from anything, you know. And it, it's just, you know, I'm like, I ain't played golf since the, uh, 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 yeah, Hilton or Sea Island. 
It's the last time I picked the golf club up. Mm. You know, so you so know? Th- so that begs the question. Um, you know, so how f- how long have you gone in between playing before, and you know, how much practicing do you do? Do you need to practice, or are you just somebody that uh, that just picks it up and runs with it? I need to practice. We all need to practice, but uh, I don't. I mean, like right now, I don't. I really don't care nothing about playing golf, but I just want to just you know enjoy my kids when I get them and. No, enjoy being with my mom, my family right now, my grandparents. You know, and uh, when I get to see them, and you know, I mean, that's, I'm just trying to catch up on life, all the things that I missed out on. Yeah. You know, when I was on the road traveling, you know, you, we'd be gone five, you know, five weeks, six weeks at a time, and then when we come home, we're only home for like you know a week or two weeks, and then we're gone again. And you know, I'm just trying to catch back up with my kids. You know, and, and to me, you know, I missed out a lot of my kids growing up being all this travel and and my ex she didn't like that she didn't like to travel that much with the kids and so it kind of made it hard you know and but now now that i'm home and all i want to do is just chill out around the house here with my boys is, is that the underrated part about being a, a a pga tour player is is the balance between your profession and everyday life and the stress that comes along with that uh yes it's it's um I'd have to say that's one of the toughest things that I've ever had to, you know, deal with because, you know, I'm missing my kids' baseball games. Or I'm missing this, you know, and when I do get home tired from being on the road, you know, it takes me about a day to two days to wind down to kind of get back acclimated to what's going on around the house and having the boys running around, you know, waking up at, you know, 6 in the morning or 5 in the morning doing stuff and, you know, staying up to 11 or 12 at night with them and, that was that was the that was the toughest thing, yes. Yeah, and, and you know, and 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 the stress of uh, you know, you know, having to uh, try your try and do your best, and then at the same time, when you are home, I mean, there, like you said, there's still practice to to go out and do to maintain your profession. So there's that's that's definitely the the stressful part when you have a family and 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 the difference between you know coming out of college and not having a care in the world and being able to go do stuff than and then having responsibilities. Uh, yes, sir. that is. Uh, yes, sir. you're exactly right. There, it's, it's a big difference coming out of having nothing to worry about. You know, not having to worry about another kid or worry about you know another spouse or you just you just out there free willing it. You know, and and lucky for those guys, you know, they're able to do that. You know, and and it is it's a well, it's an honor to be able to play with Justin Thomas and yeah. Roy McIlroy, which they all got married now. You know, and Ricky Fowler and you know all them guys. I mean, it's. Because, you know, you're looking at the greatest, you know, some of the greatest guys that's ever played the game, you know? Yeah. So, you know, when we were talking about Champions Tour, uh, I don't know about you, but when I watch the guys on the Champions Tour, they're having so much fun out there playing. I mean, that's got to be something that you're going to look forward to more than anything is how much fun these guys look like they're having. Oh, yes, sir. To me, I don't think it's as stressful. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because you know, out there, you know you're going to get a paycheck. Right. But at the same time, you want to play well enough to where you can keep your card out there. So, you know, risk pressure's off because you ain't having to work as hard at trying to you know, make sure you're inside the top 25 or inside the top, you know, where you can go to the next term or make enough money. You can kind of work your way through everything and, you know, get lucky and, you know, play good in about four or five tournaments and bam, you know, now you've got your tour card locked up, which is the same way on the PJ Tour, but not as much, it ain't as big a grind, I would think. 
Boo, what does your exemption look like for the Champions Tour? I really don't know. Really? <laughs> okay. Well, you mentioned. I, mean, I, I, I know. I know. You know. I got three wins, but I don't know. If, you know, if that includes you know, if that right. gives you one year. You know, I don't know. I really I don't know how much money it's going to take. Um, I so, think you it, know to get. I think. Change it. It yeah, I think it gives you a pretty good exemption right out of the gate with cuts made and uh, being a past champion and all that stuff. So I think your first year, you're probably in pretty good shape. But beyond that, I don't know much. Right. Well, that, that might be all I want one year of it. I might be like, you know what, booey on this <laughs> I wanted to ask you one more question. You were talking about practice and getting ready for the Champions Tour in four years. How much? How many hours a day will you spend in practice, Boo? Uh, if I like right now, if I really went back and started back practicing, I'd probably spend, I'd say close to about eight hours a day. Unbelievable. Hours. I, like in the mornings, I'd go out early in the morning and I'd skip and putt for a couple of hours and then I'd go hit some balls for about an hour and then I'd go play golf, you know, go play nine holes and kind of work on a little bit of things there and trying to get back in the rhythm, you know, of, how far I'm hitting it, how far, you know, what I need to do to get it a little bit further. Because, you know, when, when I'm not playing no golf, when I come back, I lose a lot of speed in my swing. And so I had to I had to rebuild that all back. But all it is is memory muscle. Right. So you just got to and just start playing and pounding and pounding balls. And, you know, I, I used to I used to average probably right around close to about 900 to 1,300 balls a day. Unbelievable. That's what I would. That's what I'd pound, and that's in my, I'm paying the price right now because my hands hurt so bad. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Boo, if you could make as much money fishing as you do golfing, which one would you do? By far. <laughs> we kind of knew oh. that. <laughs> oh. Today ain't nothing better. That's like right now, I'm sitting right here in my under a gazebo that we got a right here where our comp our our duplex is and. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at fish swim by, and I'm thinking, man, these guys, he got me on the phone, and I'm watching these fish swim by, <laughs> on my net on I guess that means we're supposed to let you go. Yeah, we are going to let you go. Boo. That's but, a nice hint. But we, we really appreciate you coming on with us. It's always, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's always fun to watch you play and how much fun you do have out there, and we hope we get to see you do it again soon. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you guys very much for having me on the air. Thank you, man. Right, I, I wish we could play golf. All right, we'll go catch some fish. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. All right, thanks a lot.